Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Today we're going to be talking about um, a few different things. We're going to be talking about Kanye running for president. We're also going to be talking about um, Meg The Stallion and Tory Lanez and um, the fact that Tory Lanez allegedly shot Megan The Stallion in the foot. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be talking about some amazing Netflix shows that you guys should be looking at during this pandemic, during this quarantine. And how I almost dropped a stroke patient in the shower. Very true. And how I almost dropped an ICU patient with COVID. <laughs> and uh, we're also going to be talking about um, Congressman... Um, who call their colleagues uh, effing bitches. And we're also going to be talking about the death of Naya Rivera. So let's go ahead and get into it. We'll be right back after the music. All right. So in local news, well, I guess not local, but in the news this week, um, Kanye West has announced his run for presidency. And he had a uh, his first... Uh, was it campaign or campaign meeting? It's a rally. Whatever. Let's call it a rally. Yeah, it's a rally. He had his first rally actually in South Carolina, and there was some controversy um, with how he was speaking to individuals, um, particularly African American women versus a Caucasian woman. There was a young lady that spoke out. Um, that and there was a clip that was out. Have you seen the hour long clip? hour-long video of him of him oh god no i would never subject subject myself this is what i will say about that i also have not watched the clip i watched (laughs) i've watched multiple clips but have not watched the hour-long video yeah but i was watching another video that was talking not in favor or disfavor of Mm -hmm. kanye west but just saying like after he says all these things he also says like you know how no music execs no owners of the nba are black and how we are all still there's like there is modern slavery and how we Mm -hmm. need to own our own things and how black women in particular from 20 to whatever age are um targeted in the media and on instagram and Mm -hmm. that's how we're getting our numbers and that's how people are selling to them and how the media has focused on this one part of him because I don't know. There's this idea that he is saying some true things, mostly about how shitty media is and Mm -hmm. how it is controlling everyone Mm -hmm. and giving everyone stuck in these spaces and how they focused on the crazy things he said in this speech to kind of sway from that. Well, I think you can't help but to focus on that because it's just like 45. 45 is an idiot and he continues to say these egregious statements and it's so incredibly ignorant that that's the only thing that you can that you can say like you it's your delivery and it's not only your delivery but it's what you're saying that also causes everybody around you to take pause the fact that Kanye West said that Harriet Tubman did not free the slaves but that she just helped them to work for other white people so I don't care if you said Let's give everybody reparations. Let's pay off everybody's student loans. I have a cure for cancer. No one can ever hear anything else you said because you literally hit us with an insult Mm -hmm. of 
this amazing queen who literally is documented in the history books and you would say something that crazy as an African-American man. Do you think he says it on purpose? I don't think so. I think that here's what I, I think what the president says is on purpose. Like I think oh, everything he says is calculated. I think he does it all. On but purpose. he, but I, I feel like 45 at least is an enemy to everybody's face. He's not an enemy behind your back. True. And Kanye West, unfortunately, has been an enemy to the African-American community ever. Well, I'll say this. I'll choose my words wisely. The things that he continues to say makes himself appear to be an enemy to his own community, which is the African-American community. And I think when you continue to say stuff like that, you cannot help but to believe him. Um, because again, all the other good stuff that you say makes no sense. It, 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 does, it doesn't even matter. And it's null and void when you come back with such an egregious insult. And I think that mental health and Kanye's mental health is at risk at this point. And I feel like he really needs professional help. Like I know Dave Chappelle went to him and flew to him to make sure that he was okay. And Dave Chappelle, that was amazing for you to do that, especially as a friend. But your friend, what you should have done is put him on a plane, strapped him in a white coat and taken him to a facility because it is very clear that you are off your rocker and or I won't say off your rocker. That's the that's the wrong thing to say, because I'm not making light of mental health and I'm not uh, I will never um, joke about mental health because it is something that is very real. But even from a medical standpoint, you are clearly imbalanced and you need some medication to get those to get right because you're just not you're not. And I think it's just, even now, social media is just wild. Like, people have yeah. so much say into, like, A, he has a huge platform. He like, does. he says anything and it's everywhere. And a right? huge following, too. And then everyone can comment on it. Mm-hmm. And you can see that and everyone can engage with it. And that is insane to me. Because, yeah. like, what we say, who hears it? You know what I mean? Exactly. And just the people in the room or whoever mm-hmm. talks about it later. Cool. He has millions of people who yeah. come. And like for someone who doesn't have the best mental health, mm-hmm. that's insane. It's dangerous. I would log off social media, but you also can't because that's your livelihood. Yeah. Everything's on social media, yeah. branding, marketing, everything. The thing that I think the thing that did it for me with regard to Kanye is that if you had a, your very first route, first of all, you made a decision to run for president and your wife said nothing. So when Hill, uh, Bill Clinton was running for president, his wife, you know, Hillary Clinton went out and rallied, hey, vote for my husband. Same thing with the Bushes, Laura Bush. Same thing with President Obama and Michelle. Melania, you know, be best. <laughs> Gosh, she's an idiot. Anyway. Blink um, twice if you need help. Seriously, she is definitely in an episode to get out. But anyway, um, but she went out still on the campaign trail. The fact that this man's wife who has just as big as a big of a platform as he has, the fact that she said nothing about him running for president, that clearly should have let everyone know he is having a, he is having a chemical imbalance episode. It's probably the first you heard of it. It's the first you've heard of it. And it's like, or okay. she, he was like, I'm going to run for president. She was like, okay. She's like, yeah. And okay. then he tweeted it. And that's the thing too, being a celebrity and having a platform, anyone can tweet that mm-hmm. and it's a joke and yeah. it's fine. But when he tweets that, it's a real thing. Yeah. And when he tweets it and, and has follow up and then also puts in a plan of action and follows through with mm-hmm. it, then everybody else has no choice but to believe that, yes, he is actually very serious. And then you just went on this rampage, just like 45, 
And just, oh, she met with Milk Mick Mill. Milk Mill? Milk Mill. <laughs> love his cookies. With Meek Mill. And, you know, it wasn't about prison reform. And, oh, I think Lil Wayne should get in the studio and Lil Jay-Z. What are uh-huh. you talking about? Well, and he's always been someone who, as soon as, much like myself, it's a Gemini thing. I don't expect you to understand. I'm definitely a Taurus. Um, <laughs> he's always been, as soon as someone or a group of people or the media, whoever t- tells him not to do something or mm-hmm. he can't do something or that's stupid or whatever, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm full force now, 100%. That's where all my energy is going just yeah. to piss you off because you told me I couldn't. Absolutely. And it's good in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. That's why he has his whole freaking career. But yeah. also, as soon as we were like, this is crazy. We can't vote for Kanye. He was like, guess who's actually running for president yeah. now? Yeah. That's insane. It is. And it <clears throat> it's, a, it's a shame that we're in the middle of a pandemic. And, you know, again, this I'm not making light of, of mental I mean, people with mental health disorders. But you basically have a sideshow at this point with Kanye West. And it's like, um, instead of people who are, and, I, and I'm not saying that people are, that who are around him are not trying to get him help. I'm quite sure they definitely are. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you can only provide help to people who want to be helped. And when he's in the middle of a, you know, um, a manic episode, you can't come people down like that. I mean, we work in healthcare. We work with people who are bipolar, who have bipolar disorder, who are schizophrenic. You have to to a certain point. You really do. You have to play into it. I mean, it's just like with people with dementia. <clears throat> when you have a patient who has dementia, they have a tendency to, they could be in 1975 and you are in 2020. If you try to take them out of 1975, oh, it is going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you and say groovy, you get the lava lamp, <clears throat> you are in it. Exactly. And so you cannot, you have to kind of play into it a little bit to a degree to try to bring them back to reality. I mean, one of my uncles, he suffers from, <clears throat> why is my voice going out? Sorry, y'all. One of my uncles is um, suffering from dementia and he had uh, an early um, onset of it. And I remember this one particular time where um, we were at my mom's house for, I don't know if it was Mother's Day or what. It was some kind of get together that we had and I happened to be in town. And so he fell asleep on my, on my mom's couch and he woke up and his daughter was like, all right, dad, let's go. He's like, what do you mean let's go? And she was like, uh, this is not your house. And my uncle was like, what are you talking about? This is my house. Like, and she's like, dad, look around. This is not your house. This is your sister's house. Like, look at all these pictures around. You have no pictures of you or your kids. This is clearly not your house. And my uncle, it took us probably about 45 minutes to get him out of my mom's house. Cause he was like, this is not my house. Like what, what the, I mean, he was like, this is my house. What are you Mm -hmm. talking about? And I was like, I don't want to say his name on thing. But anyway, I was like, uncle so-and-so, this is not your house. (laughs) And he was just like, Daryl. Darren, it's Darren. Darren, whoever you are. I forget our engineer's name. Damn, Darren, I'm sorry, that was fucked up. I'm gonna start to put like a little statue thing there. Darren, Um, no, it's insane. Have you, when you were in school, did they ever for your mental health class? Did they ever make you listen to the oh, it's called uh, something voices? Like, um, first of all, I never had a mental health class. Invisible voices. I never had a mental health class. Where, Where where do they do that at? Occupational therapy, really? Are you talking about like like? Yeah, like in high like school in, or like, no, like in grad school. No, physical therapy. We don't care about the psyche right. as physical therapists. I forgot. So physical therapists don't give a shit about mental health. We sure don't. We just care if you can walk. That's all we so care about. The occupation. Me as an occupational therapist, I will sit you on that bed for forty five minutes, and we will talk it out as long as you're sitting on the edge of the bed. Yeah. Now we had to take psychology prior to. That was one of the prerequisites in order to get into PT school. Was mm-hmm. taking some type of psychology, and I think I took like two or three psych- uh, psychology classes. So like at, intro to psych abnormal psychology and i think i took behavioral psychology mm-hmm. um i think that's why i'm a great manipulator <laughs> shout out to all my psychology teachers anyway but um 
Yeah. No, we had a full course, and maybe it wasn't called mental. And I'm trying to think. It was probably called. No, I think it was shitty bridges. It was called <laughs> shitty bridges, but uh, it was when. So we we our field work was at an adult daycare. Yeah. With a bunch of patients who had a bunch of different disorders, yeah. but in one of our classes, and um, message me at home if you know what I'm talking about. All my fellow St. Augustine grads, but <laughs> I think it was called Invisible Voices. Um, don't quote me, fact check me, please. But it's this program, and basically there's an audio recording, mm-hmm. and it's audit, it's uh, auditory hallucinations. So it's like as if you wow. had schizophrenia, what it feels like. And so my professor said, hey, there's this um, self-assessment. It was just like a personality test. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want you all to take it. And while you're taking it, I'm going to play this recording over the loudspeakers so you can kind of not completely empathize mm-hmm. and just kind of understand what it's like to have auditory hallucinations. Yeah. It was the most scary, anxiety-inducing thing yeah. I've ever... I had to leave the room. It was wow. so bad. Because you just have these voices and it's like... <laughs> So they're whispering mm-hmm. and they're saying, don't look up, don't look up, don't look up. Oh my God, they're all looking at you. And they're you so don't know stupid. what's real you're and like, what's and not. And then you have people screaming at you like, you're so fucking stupid. I can't believe you did the And then you have sweet voices again. Like, oh yeah. yeah. And it's just like, I can't imagine because it sounds real. It right? really does. You can't differentiate the voices. And I can't imagine hearing something and looking around. You know, when you're looking around, you're like, did you guys hear that? Yeah. And like, no. Yeah. And all the time. Mm hmm. That has to be pretty exhausting it's too. Exa- I think, I'm sure. I think people who have mental mental health disorders are probably some of the most exhausted people in the entire world because your brain literally never shuts off. Yeah. And when you're in the middle of uh, an episode, you cannot. You have no control. I don't care if you're on medication at all. Your medication is only going to work so far, or only going to work so well. But I think for Kanye West, it's very clear that he is in a manic state, based off of the decisions that he's making, based off the things that he's saying. I mean, and, and it's it's sad because it's like, you know, you have children, you have four children that are watching you and you have a wife that's at home. And, you know, a lot of people try to say, oh, well, you know, the Kardashians are, you know, they're a cursed family and they curse everybody that they're with. And do I agree with that? Yes, I do. <laughs> they're also just a rich family with a platform who yeah. puts everything on social media and has a whole ass reality TV show. Exactly. So these are also, we don't deal, I mean, we all deal with their issues to an extent, but not blown up and not with the wealth that they do exactly and you i know? think people always say like oh kim should get him under control listen that's not her job that's not her job like i get it that that's her husband and you know she she vowed to be with him in sickness and health but at the same time she does not have the power to fix him and people who have mental health disorders if you don't make the decision to a degree to follow up with your own mental health, it, you're always going to be off your rocker. Like people uh-huh. who have bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or even anxiety. It's a daily life. It's a daily thing. decision that you have to make that I want to be, um, I want to be in a good space. I want to be in a healthy space. And you know, you have this disorder, like just because you're in a manic episode or you're in a you know, manic state doesn't mean that you forget you have bipolar disorder. Like you're very aware of that. But at the same time, you still have to do your due diligence for yourself to be able to, um, you know, come back to reality. And I think with him, you know, there's a lot of people that say, Oh, well, you know, Kanye West, you know, you got to just be responsible to stuff that you saying, man. You know, you just got to be there for the black community. He can't be there for the black community when he can't even control his own thoughts. That's why we said on the last episode that 
You know, I feel like he is a genius in his right as far as music is concerned, but he literally, his brain does not shut off. And it is very clear by the things that he's doing right now um, that aligns with that. My leg is like... I think he's, because of how long he's been in the business and where he is and what he does, he's seen a lot of things that we don't see. But I think he, it puts you in a very paranoid space. Seeing things that no one else sees and knowing things yeah. that no one else knows. And sometimes he goes, he just goes off. But I, did you read her iOS press release? Who's Kim's? Uh huh. No. I thought it was well worded. What did she say? She was basically just like, um, you know, he has bipolar disorder. It's something we're all working through. Yeah. If you ha know anybody who has it or you have it, you know that if you're over 18, like I can't do anything. It has to be that individual's, yeah. you know? So I just like, please give us grace and space mm -hmm. to deal with this. Yeah. Like he is a musical genius and this is part of the reason he's a genius because his brain mm -hmm. works like this, but it's also a reason why all of these things are happening. Yeah. So, cause even people were like, um, calling for him to be Baker act. And I'm not sure if Baker act is like a universal or national thing if they, or if they call it something different in every, in different States. I know in the state of Florida, um, a Baker act is basically where you at this point are not able to make rational decisions for yourself. And you become basically like a, not a ward of the state, but they basically can hold you for 72 hours because you are a danger to yourself as well as to the community. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you are committing crimes or, you know, stuff like that. It's literally that your mental health is at risk for harming yourself and others. And so literally you can, they can place you into a mental facility for up to 72 hours to get you some help. And they, people were like calling for that. And I'm like, there's no way you're going to be able to Baker act a multimillionaire, or I think he, now he's a billionaire or something like that. There's Baker Act doesn't exist for people like that, unfortunately. Um, when you bring wealth into it, your mental disorders go away. Nobody sees that. You're a creative genius. Yeah, yeah. So every excuse is made for you because, you know, oh well, we're just we're just gonna do this and do this. no. You you don't only need to just give him drugs. You need to also give him strategy as well. Like you like drugs don't fix everything. Big pharma, um, but they do help. They do help. They they definitely do help. Drugs are drugs are good and bad, depending on how you use Drug, them. That's the title of this episode. Drugs are good and bad. Drugs are good and bad. That's very true. And but also piggybacking off of that, attention is a drug. So even going back to the media, attention is a drug. Very true. And some people who are and I'm not saying that Kanye West is doing this, and he may, but I'm not that's not my personal opinion. Um, you know, there are some celebrities who do stuff strictly for attention and there's nothing really wrong with them or whatever, but they play on this stuff or, you know, they just play for attention. And I think attention from social media is the worst drug ever. I mean, people are doing insane stuff. Look at the children. Oh my God. They're doing crazy things. It's Remember insane. the Tide Pods? Those idiot children. The cinnamon challenge. Dumb. Where the condom on the head? That well, one gave me anxiety. Sniffing the condom as well. Sniffing the condom, the condom full of water that they throw over their head and freaking suffocate. The thing where they'd spit, they'd like <laughs> with their hands yes. crossed until they hyperventilate and pass, and pass out. out. These kids are stupid. And all because you want likes, and uh -huh. likes don't equal money in the very beginning. So it goes yeah. right. I mean, it's it's a vicious cycle that people go through stuff like that and 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 continue to do ignorant stuff like that. It's crazy. Do you remember when Instagram switched it to where or on Instagram? you it showed the names of who liked until you got over 10 likes mm -hmm. and then it switched to 10 likes yeah. or 11 likes and mm -hmm. that would just be like i gotta get i gotta get up there yeah 
well, even now the views that you get on these videos, they no longer tell you like how many people have liked your video. They That's only the tell views. you how many views are there. Oh, I got to get a hundred thousand views. I got to get a million views. Let's go and chop my mom's head off and then I can get a million views. And this now your mom's dead. does not endorse mutilation of any kind. We definitely do not. Cause but not opposed. Kidding. I am. This, that was Fowler talking. Kidding. This is Fleming. I am definitely opposing to murdering people. Unless, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to incriminate myself. Anyway. But yeah, I think um, mental health, your mental health is so important, especially nowadays where we are literally in a pandemic and everybody is equally stressed about a lot of different things. You have parents who are trying to worry about their children are going to go back to school for this new school year. Then you have, you know, parents who are also thinking about, well, can I work if the school doesn't open back up? And, you know, um, you know, do I have a job? I don't have a job. When is the unemployment going to stop? And, you know, there's so many different stressors and things that, that come to you know, come with that territory. And I think it's, it's very important for um, just everybody to do what you can for your mental health. Like if you just got to say, fuck that job, fuck that job. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I know you got bills, but at the same time you have to protect your, you have to protect your psyche. Like you just do protect your neck. You really do. Like, you know, even friends and stuff, even just during this pandemic, you know, you, people don't check on you. You don't check on that. Listen, I got to forget about you at this point. I love you, but I'm going to love you from a distance. I am not going to chase behind you. I am not going to exhaust myself for you because you have not extended that same grace mm-hmm. to me. I'm over it. So 2020 is for boundaries. Strong ones. Yes. Protect yourself. Absolutely. Say no. Just say no. It's a book I read. I want to say it's called The Essential Art of Saying No. That could not be the title. Who knows? <laughs> anyway. Shonda yeah. Rhimes actually has a book called The Year of Yes or something like that. We're going to make this the year of no. The year of no. Just say no. You cannot. The book basically said you can be good. At, you can do all things, but you cannot do all things well. Yeah. So you cannot be kicking ass at work and kicking ass at being a mm-hmm. mom. Someone's going to suffer. And that's okay. But you have to pick where you're okay with pulling back. Yeah. And that's going to have to be okay with you because, Absolutely. you know. So yeah. children are a gift and blessed that I don't have one right now because I couldn't imagine trying Listen, to figure out all this shit right now. Seriously, I'd be like, you're just going to go to your grandma's and I'm going to let your grandma teach you. Cause, I'd be um, like, your grandma was a teacher, so yeah, uh, perfect. Like, my aunt's retired Shout and out to um, today is her birthday, actually. Happy birthday, Auntie Pat. Happy birthday. Um, and literally, she was a public school teacher and high school public school teacher for 33 years which i still don't understand how she hasn't like pulled her hair out and like you can't retire until 30 years seriously and she loves retirement and i would absolutely send my kids to you're going to great auntie pat's house (laughs) my mom literally told me you cannot have kids until i retire because she knew they asked us was going to end up at their house pretty much she knew yeah i will just knock on the door and leave the car seat there she used to tell me i bet if i could have your babies for you you would let me and i was like hell yes (laughs) like even my mom she's a very um i call her a millennial grandparent because even though she is a baby boomer she acts like a millennial grandparent really especially with my nephew yeah she lets him do whatever he wants to do she like never goes and says oh i'll take him for like two months i mean i don't think anybody anybody's grandma's actually saying that but anyway my mom's been retired for a while and like when my nephew comes she's just like Okay, I'm out. I'm going to go run some errands. <laughs> it's like, um, isn't my sister supposed to be the one that's running away from the house to leave you with uh, my nephew? But that is exactly how my mom is. My cousin yeah. will come over with her little baby, and mm-hmm. she's like, it's so loud in here now. And I'm like, yeah, there's a baby here. She's like, I gotta, I'm going to go to my room. I was like, there's people here. Don't go to your room. She's like, I just got to go. I'll tell oh, you, they don't God. make grandparents like they used to. Like, my grandmother, she's, uh, my grandmother, my um, maternal grandmother is, um, 
96 years old and literally every summer that we didn't go to either vacation bible school that's a whole nother episode oh vbs oh mm-hmm. god i hated it anyway but we didn't go to vbs we went to summer school or like summer camps but i hate summer camps because i hate people sometimes most of the time that's another episode you can talk about i oh used to go to white summer camp oh geez white i went to black summer camps i went to white christian summer camps I went to black ones. That I don't know what stories will be better. Listen, Tune in next week. They're they're both equally bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we didn't do that. We literally would go to my grandmother's house every single day and do the same thing every single day. My grandmother did not have cable. And Yikes. she always she was always cooking some kind of bean soup. I hate bean soup to this day. And then she would make us like she never had cool snacks. And I joke with her all the time. I'm like, Grandma why didn't you just have the cool snacks? She never had like two of the same thing. Like if we had peanut butter and jelly, she would have like strawberry or like apricot jelly. I'm like, lady, we eat grape jelly in our house. Okay. You make hot dogs. She ain't got no hot dog buns. You know what you're doing? Bread. You're going to get you a piece of not butter, like butter bread. You're going to get you a piece of wheat, honey, wheat bread. No, that's a no for me, dog. And I'm just like, I don't even want the hot dog no more. <laughs> then she'll be like, oh, k- kids, lunch is ready. Here's some tomato soup and some saltine crackers. Lady, I don't eat soup. I don't eat soup. So you know what I did? I ate the saltine crackers. That's why I can eat saltine crackers as like a regular just snack all day, just by themselves. Wow, you're resilient. Yeah. I, you had no choice but to be. See, I would just throw a fit until I got what I wanted, which no. was McDonald's, which is why I'm pre-diabetic. Thanks, mom. <laughs> See, my grandmother was born in 1924. Mm, so great if you, you throw a tantrum, you're going to get a switch on your butt and you're going <laughs> to go take a nap hungry. See, when you're the little black baby with the little white grandma and That's you true. start throwing a fit in the store and screaming, I want my mom, yeah. they usually do what you want. Oh, absolutely. It's the 90s, so absolutely. we're just trying to placate. You got all the black people looking, what's this white lady with this black child? My mom still says, she's like, I don't know why no one asked her anything. You were screaming you wanted your mom. And I was like, because it was the 90s. People didn't ask questions. No one cared. You could beat your kid people in a store. People were still getting kidnapped in the nineties. Exactly, and we were that people were being put on milk cartons in the nineties. Like, yep. I mean, it, they have Amber Alerts now. Do but you know before. that started because of the milk farmers, like the dairy farmers? There were these kids going missing, and no one was doing anything, so they were like, "We'll just put it on the milk cartons." And really, yeah, that's pretty awesome for the farmers to be able to do that. Shouts out to them for having an amazing Taking big heart to do into that. Their own hands. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty. You learned something. I'm full of facts. It's because you're a millennial. You read everything. Yeah, it's because I think it's because I'm a Gemini, but yeah. What is so special about Geminis? What isn't special about Geminis? You guys don't can't make up your minds. Exactly. That's what's not so special. That's why I have to read and listen and watch things all the time because my ADD is just kicking in. A Taurus, if I tell you the sky's red, you can go out there if you want to. I don't care if you take a picture and it's blue. It's still red to me. Okay. That's, that's what a Taurus will do. No, I'd be like, so why do you think it's red? Because I said so. Interesting. So can you explain why? No. So I'm going to go look that up, what you just said. Cause That's it sounds fine. Interesting. I'll read three articles, but I'm still going to read another three on why it's blue, and then we'll come back together. And I'm still going to tell you it's red. And that's what I hate. <laughs> I hate it. That's literally the conversation that will happen between a Gemini and a Taurus. Mm-hmm. So, because I said so. And because I said so, I, as Nini would say, I said what I said. <laughs> I was just talking to my cousin about that because he was talking about, you know, Killer Mike is. Uh, absolutely. That's from my generation. Yeah, that's ma'am. from you. So he was taught. He was showing me this panel. It was like him, Ti, and Candace Owens. Yes, I saw that. Okay, and, and oh, I was man. telling him that 
I understand that Candace Owens is an educated person with some educated mm -hmm. opinions, but to me, every time I've heard her talk, she is just very hard-headed and refuses to... She just has very strong opinions and refuses yeah. to like entertain others. Mm -hmm. And I, it's like my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. But also I'm so, um, easily swayed and impressionable. You think so, so that it. you're easily swayed? Yeah. I, I think you're so. pretty set on if you don't want to do something, you won't do it. Yeah. But I feel like I bend easy. Like I'll sit and think about it and think about, it. I overthink it. And yeah. So, I'm an overthinker too. Yeah. So like someone will tell me something on Monday and I'll be like, no, I would never. And then I'll just think about it. And on Friday mm -hmm. I'll be like, well, yeah yeah see i'm i'm that way where i have a lot of anxiety with um certain things you'll never see it but i'm touring i'm, I'm toying with the idea in my brain back and forth and it, i never shut my brain off i'm eventually going to do what i want to do anyway what i said in the beginning like okay monica um we need we're gonna need you to go and get some bread from the store i'm not going to the store and i'll be like dang I feel bad that I told him, no, I'm not going to go to the <laughs> store. Monica, you don't have to go to the store. You're a grown adult. And I will go back and forth. And you know what the end result is going to be? I'm not going to the store. See, I'm the opposite. I'll but I'm still going to think about it. I'm going to overthink it. i doing what I didn't want to do and then overextending myself and being exhausted or getting in a wreck on the way to the store. Yeah. You see, I'm I'm, I'm very much so. My first answer that I tell you is is typically going to be the answer. Like if you say, oh, Monica, do you want to go out? Um, Let's go out, you know, to a party. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I didn't say yes. I said, that sounds good. So you, you're going to do it? Uh, put put it on the calendar. Mm -hmm. And then when the day comes, hey, I'm going to have need a rain check. I do that all the time. Mm. I, I just want to be invited. I don't really want to go. <laughs> For every friend of mine that is out there or any associate, just know I'm not going to go. Okay? I'm not going to go anywhere with you. I'm not going to do anything. Just invite me because I think that's nice. I want to be invited, but I'm not going to go. In college, I was so, ex my hair was falling out. I was so really? exhausted. I was probably an alcoholic. I never ate. I barely slept. I would study when I could just because I could not say no to going out. Really? I would go out all the time, every night of the week. Literally, I'd probably stay home one night. I never went out. And I would never sleep, and it was awful. And I didn't realize how tired I was till I graduated college. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, holy shit. Is I this what a nap so, is? <laughs> I was just like, I was so tired, and yeah. I looked horrible. Yeah. I had, like, bags down on my lip. <laughs> it was see, disgusting. See, I was the opposite. I never went out. I only hung out with the people that, you know, just were in my close circle. I mean, you know, like I said, classmates would invite me to stuff, and I'd be like, yeah, girl, I'll meet you at the moon. <laughs> Let's go to Chubby's. Absolutely. Let's go to so-and-so club. I'm not going. No, ma'am. The University of Texas, you work hard and you play even harder. And you have these engineers and these biomed students and these chem students and people curing cancer and shit. And they're in class all day and their ass is partying until 3 a.m. So yeah. you're like, well, shit, if they're doing it and their schedule is way harder than mine is, I have mm -hmm. to do it. I never did that. And I hung out with the Indian kids and they're so smart coding on computers and doing shit. And I was like, we just, and they party so much. Yeah. That's because they've been studying since birth. So they already they're have this stuff. They're just used to it, I guess. Brains. Yeah. <laughs> and my roommate is this, so we're, she's an Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So we're both air signs. We just want to go, go and do it. And we're yeah. flighty and flitty and we like to talk and we like to interact. So it'd be her or me. Mm -hmm. Someone would start and be like, are you going to go? Are you going to go out? You going to go out? Should we go out? I don't know. And then we start going out. Yeah, stay no. up and when everyone's doing it it makes it normal i mean if you if you tell me hey let's go to target i'll jump in the car for that <laughs> target or walmart absolutely but oh, if you say walmart. oh let's go what? out to dinner no let's just order some chipotle and just stay in the house i like i don't like my house is really like to be on like 
my house is really my sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Like I love being at home. I don't know why it's peaceful here and not just here, any apartment that I've ever lived in. Even when I had roommates, my room, you know, my, when I had a studio apartment, um, when I lived in my apartment, when I first moved to Texas, when I bought my house, it's just always been my sanctuary and like my place to just my place of solace. I just, I would rather be here doing nothing and bored out of my mind than be it out in the streets doing anything else. I've always been like that. Even as a kid, I hated going places. I think part partially because we were forced to do it and forced to go to church and all that kind of stuff like every day of the week. And it was so annoying. But anyway, <laughs> that's probably why I go to bedside Baptist now. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Did you see um, Tina Knowles? Tina Knowles. I guess now she's not Knowles. What is she? Beyonce's mom is um, Tina. That's what I'm trying to figure. Tina Matthews? No. I don't know her married name. Irrelevant. Yeah. Bianca Larson is the Lawson. Who's the oh, daughter? Oh, Lawson. Tina Lawson. Tina yes, Lawson. yes, yes. That's her name now. We got it. So did you see what she posted uh, from Will Smith? No. So first, did you watch the Will and Jada Red Table Talk? I didn't want to, and I did. And when they said that uh, we die together, we ride together, bad, bad marriage, marriage for, for life, life, I was I like, who raised y'all animals? That's not even a cute joke. Okay. So did you think she was skirting around all the details? And he kept uh, trying to be, yes. he literally kept trying to be like, so when are you going to tell them what really happened? And she was like, well, blah, 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 blah. Will was mad. He was still mad. He not is, over it. he is not over that. Cause she, he, she was just like, well, I told you that I said that I was in an entanglement he, yep. and he was like a relationship. <laughs> she was like, yeah, that's what I said. He said, that is not what you said. <laughs> He's like, so you're gonna come to the table and tell them? She's like, I just did. He's like, no, the fuck you no, didn't. No, you didn't tell them. He was like, I'm gonna come to this little table because I'm your husband and that's what I told you I do. But well, here's my issue with the whole situation, right? The problem is, and 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 Jada, I hope you hear this podcast one day. You don't have to explain nothing to nobody. Okay, let's be clear. Period. Poo. Period. Poo. At the end of the day, people can say whatever they want to. Oh, she, you know, she took advantage of him, which I do agree because the boy came for you for help and you gave him vagina. That's not the kind of help he probably needed. But anyway, that's not for me to judge. Who are me to judge? Anyway, but my thing is you don't owe anybody an explanation. And who is your PR person? Maybe your PR person is not out and about because of COVID. I don't know. But what you should have did in that moment was not said nothing. Because guess what? Some other story was going to happen because what happened after that? Tory Lane Lane shot Megan in the foot and Kanye went off. You had two other stories in the same week that would have already just, you know, skirted over Uh yours. What's understood and got to be explained, honey. Thank you. If you and your husband had had no issue with what happened and y'all had already addressed it, I would have just let little August just have his little moment. Y'all were like, this is so crazy because this was years ago. Well, then why are you bringing it up? Why are you bringing it up? Why are you even saying we anything? We would have just sat there like the... We knew Jay-Z was shitting on Beyonce for years. Thank but you know you. who never confirmed it? Beyonce. Beyonce. And she and guess what she did? She put it in an album and it was still alleged because you still don't know. Is that really true or were they just doing that for album sales? It, both. Both. And they went on the run together and made millions of dollars. That's how you did handle your business. She sung songs about his infidelity every night while she he sure had to did. sit there and listen. Honey. And she made millions off of that. I love it. Oh, I love to see it. Listen, it makes me giddy. He made a whole nother album, came out of retirement and mm-hmm. had to address it. He's like, you know what? I think I've been talking about it too. Yeah. And then they made an album to get together the money. I cannot. And then people, I mean, people were making all kind of things about, like I said, I, I don't agree with the fact that this young, this young man, he clearly had issues and he came to you. I don't even think he came to you for help. I really don't. 
but whatever. The reality is that there is a double standard that does exist with all of that. There is, you know, the fact that if Will would have did the same thing with a younger girl, absolutely everybody would have been calling him, you know, a horrible person, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, you two people are in a marriage. Mm -hmm. And what works for you is not going to work for everybody else. There is no need for you to explain why you did what you did. Well, we were separated. We weren't going to look at you any different because you know why? People already thought y'all were swingers anyway. Amen. So... Did you see he came out with a song called Entanglement? That boy I did that for that. publicity. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because why would you bring it out now and say, oh, yeah, I had a relationship. I was in a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, and Will gave me his blessing. What man in their right mind going to give you a blessing to bang their wife? <laughs> and you younger than him at that, which means you probably got more stamina at this point. You ain't got more money. No. But, mm-hmm. like, Really? And then you just so happen to get in the studio doing a quarantine and make a come make a on man get well, out of here. So Miss Tina posted an interview of Will Smith, and I, which I'm assuming actually I don't know when it's from. Mm-hmm. This is where Darren. Darren. Darren yes. would need. I'd say, hey, Darren, can you? Darren, I just want you to know who actually knows your name <laughs> because Alyssa is being very rude to you right Darren, now. Darren, I apologize. This is not just you. This is me all the time. Make sure you edit her completely out of the podcast. I don't do names. Names are not for me. Um, (laughs) uh, I work on vibes and impressions. Anyway, so she reposted an interview of him saying that they had gone to some therapist or something and that they were seeds and the marriage is like soil. Basically, he was just like, she's on her own journey and I'm on my own journey, but we're in this marriage together and we're also building that and growing with that, but it's also to help us grow as people. And I was like, interesting take, Will. That sounds like you didn't get a prenup and y'all stuck and no one wants to share their will. Shout out to a prenup. (laughs) Holla, we want prenup. We want prenup. We want prenup. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what all these other ones do. Oh, that's just the music part. Oh, that's our intro song. That's a lame intro song. Welcome back to the Face Off with <laughs> Lemmy and Fowler, everybody. Great to have you. Missed you. Hope everyone's having a good week. And it's still going. We got going. a great episode for you coming up. It's still going, too. That was a good one. Yeah. I didn't realize I was going to keep going like Edit that. Edit that in post. Can you still hear I do that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure. Anyway, yeah. Don't know where I was going with that, but that's what I heard. I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I just think they shouldn't have addressed it. Like, again, people are going to there's always going to be something that happens every single day in celebrity world. You don't have to address everything. Everything does not require a response. People would have left it alone. The table was getting dry. We need something to spice it up. But, you know, one thing I will say about this is that <clears throat> anytime you look at celebrities as like um, gurus or in place of like a psychologist you, you, you put yourself in a very dangerous place because the fact that people, you know, she would come on there and the fact that she brought Snoop Dogg to the table. <laughs> she also brought August Alcina to the table. That was one of her first guests. She really did. And the fact that you brought Snoop Dogg to the table and had the audacity to say, oh, well, you called Gail this and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then you are here smashing a young boy. When you point the finger. When you point the finger, girl, everything come. Oh, Jesus Lord, save her from my sin. She needed to set that. Listen, you should have turned that table black, okay? Because all your sins is on there. Mm -hmm. Judge, judge not, lest she be judged. Mm -hmm. But was Will having an affair with Margot Robbie? Questions that need answers. Margot Robbie, who's that? Margot Robbie's the cute little white girl from. Have you seen um, 
Suicide Squad? No. Oh, was that the girl who um She's Puddin. She's uh She's the the star of the show, the blonde girl, right? Oh yeah. Why can't I think of her? Oh, people are screaming at me right now who are listening to this. Her <laughs> name is Harley Quinn. Oh, Harley Quinn. Really? That's okay. Yeah, so when all this came out and she remember when Jada was like, Oh, I, you got me back. Oh, and everyone was like, okay, so everyone said, has all these pictures of during that time mm-hmm. they were filming Suicide Squad. There's yeah. pictures of him and Margot Robbie. Mm. So everyone's like, is it them? I would love that. I'm quite sure Will has, has cheated on Jada, and I'm quite sure Jada has it's cheated Will on Will. It's Will Smith. But my thing is, even, even with that, why address it? Mm-hmm. No one needs to know what happens in your marriage because it is your marriage. You have people who are... Um, you know, in polygamy families, you got people out here. Listen, do what you do as long as it don't affect What's other understood people. ain't got to be explained. Thank Side you. Side chick 101. Thank you. You just got to let them know. But I still think they don't got no prenup. And he's like, mm, I'm not about to share this. You don't think Fresh Prince made her sign a prenup? No. Because when he met her, remember the oh, first marriage. and then he would just gotten a divorce. Exactly. Or he met her while he was still married. Because remember he went broke in the very beginning so he probably career. was just like i just want to be with you i just went through all this shit they probably don't have a prenup yikers he's like Mm-mm, you ain't getting these millions. and now he's, he's got that sharing. bad boy money thank you like and he doesn't i and mean the youtube money he's doing amazing you know will Smith fresh print is done. on hbo max residual money residual income and you made the theme song you and jazzy jeff come on man i've been watching fresh prints on hbo max it's so good Okay, did you not watch Fresh Prince as a kid? I did, but I, you know how you always watch reruns, but like I've never watched it through. Oh. So, so you, I'm watching it through. So now you have a better appreciation for it because you're like, oh, wow, these are the things they were dealing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So good. Cool bean. All right, so the next subject on the docket, as T.S. Madison would say, next case, actually Kaya would say next case, but you can't say T.S. Madison and Kaya together because they're no longer. Darren, cut team. all of that, please. Yeah, because listen, I love T.S. Madison and I ain't got time for Kaya to come to me because <laughs> like, <laughs> she reads to the gods, but T.S. Madison does as well. Anywho, so the next on the uh, agenda is we're talking about uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Um, for those of you that don't know who Megan Thee Stallion is, she's a phenomenal rapper. She's a rapper. hot girl. She does hot shit. Anyone? Okay. No. <laughs> There's the one. Oh, crickets. Yeah. God damn. Everyone knows it's that one. <laughs> we're trying to get our uh, soundboard together here, but I'm we're going to get it in. girl. Darren, I'm just, just edit that in post. Dude, Megan Thee Stallion needs to be protected at all costs. I'm obsessed. She does. I love and her. her knees. And her, uh, and her do you knees. think her knees are insured? Yes or no? Heck yeah, she better insure them knees. She won't be working on that foot for a while. She won't be because if you had to rehab that foot, what would you say? Like eight weeks? I'd say eight weeks. I would say like eight to twelve weeks because she eight wears heels and stuff. So I'm I would definitely girl. say uh, she gonna be wearing because, flats all summer twenty twenty. She she plantar flexes a lot when she's twerking, when she's, so she's never on her heels. So depending on where he shot her, I know this again for people who don't understand the the rehab girl. effects of it. When you shoot those muscles, you cannot plantar flex and mm-hmm. come up on your toes. He busted a cap in the top of yeah. her foot, ladies and gentlemen. That's cr- allegedly. Like, allegedly, like so. Allegedly, Tory Lanez, who is an R&B singer, shot Megan Thee Stallion, who is a phenomenal rapper, um, shot her in the foot. Um, and allegedly, stress. the story is that they were in the car. She wanted to leave. He shot her um, allegedly, and his alleged story is that. The gun went off. Here's my first question. Why do you have a gun in the car with Megan Stallion? It ain't need no gun with Megan. Because if you needed security, first security all, should have the gun. Did and you not, not you. see her Instagram live about how she beat her boyfriend up? First of all, she's from Houston. Let's yeah. be very clear. She can protect herself. She really can. 
and um no guns around the queen what i think is, unless it's her hot ass security he can have guns oh no her, her security is fine as justin dustin Ooh, i don't know hit his instagram up everyone Ooh. go take a look right now save him more than life um but yes so um so yeah he basically shot her in the allegedly shot her in the foot and um what was sad i think the, the the saddest part of that situation other than the fact of alleged shooting some allegedly shooting somebody in the foot is that people were making jokes about it on social media did you watch the video of the car the car getting pulled over yes and i saw her limping out of that it's car just like with all the black lives matter stuff going on and all the like body cam footage we've mm -hmm. been seeing just to see that and it's like it's meg the stallion you never expect to see that she's also not like yeah you know how rappers mm -hmm. are always putting off this persona of like, I grew up in the streets, I grew up in the hood, yeah. I still have guns, whatever. That's not her. That's She's like, not I'm her. from Houston, let's all be hot girls, we're having a great summer. Exactly. So to see her being pulled over mm -hmm. with freaking SWAT in the helicopter yeah. and Tori on the floor and her limping and bleeding. And with her hands like, up. They're coming for all of us. That's what it made it feel like. It's horrible. They I'm, got Tina Snow and they got everybody. Yeah, that was absolutely horrible for her to have to endure that. And then um, for her to go again on social media, yeah. just talking about it. Everyone has an opinion. I mean, even like 50 Cent, I just want somebody to beat the shit out of him. That like, boy. he is so annoying. And I'm like, who has hurt you in your life? Because, you know, the, his movie Get Rich or Die Trying, he still thinks Rick James is his daddy. I I mean, like. He's my fifth grade crush. I'm really over it. Curtis. I liked him when he first came out, but. Just the fact this man continues to call African-American women bitches and hoes and do all this. I mean, even with that whole situation with him and Tierra Marie, like, I mean, clearly he don't care about his own child because he don't even talk the to his child. The one that his, just look like, looks just like him. Exactly. So I'm like, he ain't going to protect nobody but himself. He's an idiot. Anyway, but the fact that you have someone baby. who has been, first of all, you have been shot nine times, got a whole tooth blown out your mouth. Still with the lisp. Still with the lisp and can't got open that metal and in your tongue. Listen, got a whole probably plate in your jaw. Like, I just don't understand how you, as somebody who survived a shooting, could make a joke out of somebody else getting shot. Because she's a black woman. It's insane. And then even for like, um, I don't know if you saw in the news this week that Drea, um, from oh. Basketball Wives, she made a comment where she said, "Well, I think." that meg and tori had something like a little i can i know bobby and whitney kind of thing mm -hmm. going on she was like that's the kind of love i like where somebody can come and shoot me in the foot drea that's not even a good joke but also okay whatever you're gonna say whatever those are conversations you have in your group text with Thank your friends you. don't go on a freaking podcast and say it where you and where you listen to it and somebody edited it and then you put it out and right when she said that he was like you're she he was like do you hear that that's your ass getting dragged uh, on yeah. social media then you're you getting canceled right now then you come back with this whack-ass apology oh, i'm so sorry i don't think domestic violence is a good thing you don't get no sympathy and i'm glad megan the stallion was like you dumb bitch <laughs> I, love F. I love that she sticks up for herself on social I, media because no it. one else is gonna do it that's and that's sad and i think um who was the the one i think it was wale was it Wale? I think it was Wale. Davies? That, um, is that his name? Who? Nothing. Continue. I was going to say, I don't even know his real name. I thought his real name was Wale. Um, I only know but, his... Oh, I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, he tweeted. He was like, you know, Meg, um, you know, rooting for you. I um, support you. I hope you're doing well and you're recovering and everything. And it's just so sad because when everything is on top and she's doing amazing, everybody has amazing things to say about her. And then as soon as one thing happens where a black man literally sh allegedly shoots this girl in the foot... All you do is make memes and make fun of that. Like, that's not funny. That's not funny. Somebody sh getting shot 
this, I mean, it's it was, traumatic. It's traumatic. And by and someone you know, friend. and to get pulled over by all those cops during this time. And it's on replay on social media. The every year day. of our Lord in 2020. It makes no sense. It just show. It just goes to show that African American women are the least protected group of people in this entire world. I don't care how many other races get discriminated against. No one gets discriminated against and is more unprotected than the African-American woman in any country, in any nation. And we are the ones who support the most. And you're going to have people in the comments that are going to be, well, I tried to do this and I tried to make a t-shirt business and my girl didn't do it because you're stupid and you ain't keep no <laughs> full-time job. That's why. So don't come bring your grievances in my comments because I don't want to hear left it. and you were sitting on that couch designing t-shirts and her ass came home and you're still sitting Thank on that you. couch designing t-shirts. And this is why Issa left Lawrence or cheated on him because... Girl, don't get me started. <laughs> you know I'm Team Lawrence and I know it's problematic, but have you seen him in a sweater? Are you kidding? Girl, I don't care about that sweater. That sweater can't... His, his chest cannot pay bills. I don't know. It's a nice sweater. Can't pay the mortgage. He's, he's making some kind of money. These fabrics, it's quality fabrics. I think he's a beautiful man. And he's got two bedrooms, one for him and one for his feelings. Listen, you sat on that couch for years and did not get a job and allow Issa to pay the bills and she got over it. And then he went and fucked her on that couch and left again. Shameful. That's all right. She got hers. Lawrence, I'm over here. Staying strong. Ready for, <laughs> ready for season five. <laughs> I stand with my man. Oh, gosh. But I just think it's it's sad. It's sad that, you know, again, African-American women, you know, we take the brunt of everything and we protect and we, you know, try our best to advocate so much. And then, I mean, it's just like even like in the in the early 90s when, um, you know, the the era of like N.W.A. and how, you know, people were just like, oh, they need to, you know, censorship was in is, was in effect and they were um, buying like NWA CDs and Dr. Dre and all that kind of stuff. And they were just like, oh, you're calling women bitches and oh, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, how that's even more glorified even now. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite and say that I don't listen to, you know, too short. Because I do. His favorite word is bitch, you know. But at the same time, I you ain't talking to me. I like your music. Now, you can say the word a million <laughs> one times. Again, you can say the word a million and one times. Now, when you say it to my face, oh, it's going to be a problem. So why is it not problematic now on record? Because I like the song. I'm not saying it's right. I just like the song. There's a difference between saying bitch and actively repressing women and domestic violence and being horribly abusive. Absolutely. I say bitch all the time. Me too. It's a great word. Not for yeah. you kids. Yeah. Oh, kids should be listening to this. to this. Yeah, we're definitely a uh, centered man. on here. But, but we are team team Megan for life. Absolutely. I'm a hot girl. I'm doing hot shit. She can take my knees. They're all hers. Listen, if I had, let me tell you something. If I had Megan the Stallion's knees, even knees. at my weight size right now, like if y'all don't can't tell by my voice, I'm a big girl. If okay? you can't <laughs> tell by my voice, I'm done with you. Well, I am definitely a big girl. I'm I'm, I'm thick, but I'm big at the same time. If I had Thick. her knees, Thick. girl, listen, nobody, I'd be out here just twerking on a quarantine. How could you not? If you Seriously. Need to let you do that, how could you not? I'm like, I make it sound how old are you? Because I don't re remember even having those type of knees at your age. I need TKR. I would need bilaterals. You couldn't even do that with a TKR, mm -mm. which is a total knee replacement. 
for like, you at home listening. She must have stem cells. They must have just injected. She's right a robot. Into, she has to. She has to be a robot. There's no. I mean, I'm just be looking at her knees like. She cuts the crease. She cuts a rug. And then she what comes right she back up on beat. And I'm just like, Megan. It's like, you remember that video of Chris Brown doing the backflip on the beat? Yeah. She's that, but twerking. Exactly. That's an art. Megan Thee Stallion. He says we, that's the night he met his baby mama, by the way, and I believe it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe makes she a had lot good of sense. Too. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Megan Thee Stallion, if you're listening to this podcast, we, stand, um, with we you, stand with you, girl. We love you. We are jealous of your knees. And um, we yeah. wish you and pray for you to have a speedy recovery. Um, Peace please. and blessings, girl. Good vibes. You're yes. Ready. We hope that you, if you need some physical therapy, I would be more than happy to provide physical therapy services for you. Um, since I know you endured surgery to get you back on that stage and twerking and also to. Can um, you imagine if you were the, her therapist, if you rehabbed Megan Thee Stallion to get her twerking again? That's literally what I would be doing for treatment I, sessions. She, you don't need OT. I don't know why you would, but. <laughs> She wouldn't. Man, she, she wouldn't. Def she definitely need PT. Even though, have you heard they say PT teaches you to walk and OT teaches you to dance? No, I've heard PT teaches you to walk and then OT so it teaches you to live. No. I've heard that. I've seen that in a shirt before on Amazon. No. So I wish I could teach her to dance, but I there's she doesn't need a teacher. Uh, she is the teacher. Exactly. She definitely is a teacher. <sighs> but yeah. So Megan Thee Stallion, we support you yeah. here at the Face Off. Fleming Fowler supports see, yeah, you. I can't wait to see you up on that stage in eight to 12 weeks. Yes. And I, I also can't wait to see you be vindicated as well and for justice to be served if this man shot you in the foot. And however you want to serve up that justice, I cannot wait. Listen. Should it be a song? I don't know. Hmm. Reality oh, it's TV gonna be a good one. and Instagram Live, perhaps in ten years. A surviving Tory Lanes. Surviving Tory Lanes. I live and die. Mm -mm -mm. I live and die. It's a shame. It's a shame that even oh the gun went off. Why you got a gun? Anyway, next subject. All right, so now we're gonna be talking about some Netflix shows that y'all need to be watching now. So this is definitely Alyssa's uh, level of expertise because I just come home from work and I go to sleep. Let's talk about something fun. Do 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 do. Okay, <laughs> listen, everyone. New show alert: Indian Matchmaker. You need to get on it. So, what is what is Indian Matchmaker? Indian Matchmaker. This matchmaker from India is helping these well young-ish. So mm -hmm. I would say like, I think they're all from like twenty. Let's just say twenty-six on. Most of mm -hmm. them are in their thirties. In Indian culture, yeah. they'd like you to be married younger, right? Mm -hmm. And so they have arranged marriage. A lot of parents have arranged marriages and some have what they call love marriages, which is like you found someone, you dated them, you liked them, and then mm -hmm. you married them. These people are all freaking pushing 35. The young 30s, people in their young 30s, their parents are like, you got to get married. What's going on? Mm -hmm. So they found this Indian matchmaker. I don't know how much she costs, but I'm assuming... It's a pretty penny. So <laughs> they paid this woman how many rupees? I don't mm -hmm. know. I'm sure it's a lot. She's very good at her job. Yeah. But she's talking to them, finding out their preferences, matching them up with other couples that have also she's provided the service for. Mm -hmm. She gets like an astrologer involved, a face reader. He looks at their pic. So here's the thing. She has a face reader, looks at their pictures, says if they'll be compatible. So my roommate in college is Indian. She has she Natasha keeps telling me she's going to take me to India. She has yet to do it. If you guys follow her on social media, please hit her up because she's a horrible friend. India is beautiful. <laughs> and she needs to take me there. I ask her all the time. So she went last time she went, she got her face red. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I texted her. I was like, we have to, I'm watching the show. We have to go get our faces red. She's like, oh my gosh. Yes, I you know. Get your, wait, 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 wait. You get your face red? Yeah. They read your face. Like he looks at your face and he can tell you the future. 
He can tell you the future. Really? So your future. what specifically is he looking at on your face? Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. I'll have to do some research, but mm. I feel like it's very effective. She loves her face reader. She's found out good information So it's just like time. a palm reader for your face. Exactly. Interesting. Wow. So this lady does face reading for the couples and mm-hmm. all this ast- astrological stuff. And it's just so interesting because... You're watching these couples and the first time you meet them, they're just like, hey, this is my, my situation is I haven't found love. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the kind of person I am who I'm looking for, whatever. But as they're introduced to these people and the people that they're meeting with, they're pretty normal people. Mm-hmm. They seem pretty, you know, open and optimistic. The original person is just like, oh, I can't believe she'd set me up with them. They're this, this and that. Like, but it's everything they asked for. Mm. So it's very interesting to see how people perceive themselves. Yeah. And like the things they'll pick out of other people mm-hmm. just to exclude them from who they want to be with. And it's a little, it, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. So that's a good one. Grab a glass of wine, maybe a girlfriend watch indian matchmaker indian matchmaker i definitely have to watch that because it seems is it kind of similar to um what's the other big one that everybody was watching on netflix when the quarantine first happened um love is blind Love is blind. so i did did you i didn't watch love is blind i watched the circle but I, this is not like love is blind i don't think so she hands so one of the girls is really there's another girl and she gives her three sheets of paper right mm-hmm. and it's like the, the she calls them bio data and it's like the guy's picture, all of his information. I don't know why I love the way you said that, but I did. That's how she says it. Yeah. It's all of his information, what he does, mm-hmm. where he's from, his home life, what he's interested in. Mm-hmm. So she hands the girl three pieces of paper and she's like, okay, you can look at all of them, but you can only pick one right now. You're mm-hmm. only going to meet one. You're not going to go meet all of them. Mm-hmm. So that she can kind of narrow it down. So then she, they get to go on a couple dates with the guy. And mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see too, like how that guy um, responds to them and mm-hmm. like the kind of little relationship they have and like what breaks them up or what yeah. brings them together and so for the girl that was really picky she didn't even give her a choice she was mm-hmm. just like this is just the one you're gonna see right now because i already know that you're gonna get too wrapped up wow so it's just very interesting to see how she also kind of tailors mm-hmm. her approach to the person and the personality type yeah um and yeah it's just really interesting seeing mm-hmm. people like people in their 30s who seemingly want to get married mm-hmm. But then they're presented with all these options and like, you know. Yeah. I think too, some people that when you get into a relationship or you get into situations like that, you have this idea in your brain of who you want. And even if they come in in with all the stuff that you want, if they don't come in the package or the wrapper Mm -hmm. that you want, you can't see that. No, this is actually what you requested. Like yeah. you said you wanted a man for this, this, that. You wanted a woman for this, this, that. Well, yeah, but I thought they were going to look like this. Well, no they they may not yeah so would you rather have someone who just looks like what you want and none of the things that none of the qualities or would you want all the qualities and maybe not what you thought they would look like yeah so that's what's interesting about this because it's like i don't know it's just a diff- i feel like it's a different take and mm-hmm. you finally get to see someone being like hey i've searched through all these people for you this yeah. is exactly what you want mm-hmm. and i think you'll be a great match now it's up to you yeah definitely and whether people like um follow it through mm-hmm. or they let something like you know how some people say one comment and people are just turned off immediately yeah. like what that one comment can be mm-hmm. for this group of people i don't yeah. know it's interesting that's cool so what other uh shows are you listening to okay watching? for all my youngos out there the kissing booth 2 just <laughs> came out i'm very excited did you watch euphoria i don't even know what that is okay i know it's a place of amazingness She's killing me. <laughs> She's killing me. So everyone had sequins on their eyes this year. Okay. Did you notice? 
Probably not. Everyone's makeup was crazy, and it's because of I've Euphoria. Euphoria is this uh, Israeli show. Mm -hmm. Drake produced it, question mark, was a co-producer on it. It's on HBO. Zendaya okay. starred in it. It's about this girl in high school in California. It's like, it's fun to watch because I think it does a pretty fair job mm -hmm. at uh, depicting teenagers now, especially mm -hmm. in a big city yeah. like in, or a big state like California. Mm -hmm. So Zendaya is in high school. She is dealing with addiction, drug addiction. So mm. she's back and forth out of rehab. She's had like um, a death in her family, all this crazy stuff going mm -hmm. on. So it's about her being in high school um, and all her little, like the high school things that happen, mm -hmm. but it's just cool. Cause it's the frame of now. So like yeah. sexting and Snapchat and Instagram and kids doing whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And crazy makeup and yeah. all of that kind of stuff um so the one of the main characters in euphoria is this freaking tall hot ass australian guy who's aggro as shit he has all these weird issues and he's like in a horribly <laughs> toxic relationship with this hot cute little hispanic girl mm -hmm. um so he is the main character in this kissing booth movie mm. where he is also hot and aggressive a little less fucking violent so does he eventually kiss zendaya no, that'd be a good twist. Oh, I was gonna say, like, who who is she to him? Are they just so, not so, in the same circle? Or so okay, Ooh, you have to watch this show. Yeah, you're I'm, getting very excited over it, this because it's I fucking loved it. It was so good. Yeah, comment below if you loved Euphoria. Everyone did. You're late to the so show. It's, so is it a show or is it a movie? Euphoria is a show. Okay, on HBO. Gotcha. And Zendaya is kind of adjacent friends with this boy because they're all kind of hanging out together, but not really. And she ends up having a problem with him because um, Zendaya ends up kind of becoming really good friends with this new trans girl who's mm -hmm. moved into town. And that girl's having trouble with that guy. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. So it's that stuff. Okay. Um, but it's just the script is very real mm -hmm. and raw and interesting. You and said like, Drake produced it or had something to do with the movie. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's just really cool. Yeah it's very there's a lot more penis than you'd think you'd see in it that throws a lot of people off mm, but penis. i think they're trying to do the <laughs> <laughs> i think they're trying to be like we see boobs and vagina all the time so like it's okay if you see so it's the same thing as the first 30 seconds of the movie love it is not <laughs> anything near what the first 30 seconds of the movie love was it was awful my listen if, if you have children do not let mm -mm. them see the first minute of minute and a half two minutes of the movie love on netflix just trust me don't let your kids watch it. Wait, so you Just watched Love, me. but you did not watch 365 Days? I don't even know what 365 Days is. What? 365? 365 Days? Okay. So 365 Days is the movie on Netflix that is like the softcore porn. It's like the European Fifty Shades of Grey. I've never even watched Fifty Shades of Grey. Because oh, people, my only because God. People were going crazy over the books. And I was like, I don't want to read. Because I think by the time it came out. I don't want to read. I don't yeah. want to read. I think the time that the Fifty Shades of Grey came out, I was in PT school. Mm -hmm. So I was reading at nauseum. And I didn't want to read a single thing. Not even a, you won the lottery. I don't want to read that. I didn't want to <laughs> read anything at all. And so I was just like, yeah, it's about a bunch of sex. Okay, cool beans. They're going to make a movie out of eventually, which they did. They did. So, yeah. Me and my roommate watch one of the Fifty Shades, because there's three of them, three movies. Yeah. We watch one of those movies probably like every week and a half, two weeks. We love them. Really? They're just so, it's like. So you're just watching it for the porn? No. Okay. It's like Twilight. You know, when you watch Twilight, it's so bad, but 
it's just one of those movies you watch. I don't know. <laughs> to all the fans of Twilight, you're going to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, Twilight. I've never so even I, watched Twilight, I, so you're fine. God, she's, y'all, she's <laughs> killing me. So I am, I am definitely a zennial. And, and, yeah. You know. I read all the Twilight books. I've watched all the movies. Yeah. Twilight, New Moon especially. Shout out to my New Mooners. You, if it's on E, it's always yeah. on E. I have to watch it. It's just one of, it's awful. It's not a good movie. Yeah. It has not aged well, but I have to watch it. Fifty Shades of Grey, same way. The soundtrack is bomb. All oh. the all the movie soundtracks for Fifty Shades are so good. Well, that's cool. Valentine's Day, I usually have my girlfriends over and we watch all the Fifty Shades. You can come; it's gonna be great. Okay, but um, I'm gonna be with my husband on Valentine's Day. I'm speaking into existence. That's great. I love a manifestation. Absolutely. Anyway, 365 <laughs> days is about this hot Italian man who has a near death experience his dad gets he's like in the mob or something Mm -hmm. he gets the dad gets shot he's near the dad so it kind of like shoots them both Mm. when he gets shot he sees this vision of this girl so he becomes obsessed with her Mm -hmm. and he's looking for her he can never find her well he randomly sees her Mm -hmm. and so he kidnaps her and he's like you have 365 days to fall in love with me if you don't i'll let you go and she's like this is insane well of course he's hot and rich and super like the whole movie is basically just softcore porn rape yeah. fantasy, but so there's not a great plot, but everyone was watching it because he's so hot. Listen, if a rich man wants to kidnap me, let's that's do what it. I'm. I mean, I'm not How trying to go, a, not trying to go Dre right now. But yeah, no, 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 definitely not. But what? Why is that a bad thing? That that's not that's not kidnapping. That's you t- making me have a better life. That's called <laughs> fruition, right? That's called success. But if you just are <laughs> bored and want to spice things up, it's yeah. just a fun watch. That's 365, 365 days. days a lot of people were talking about it it was like one of the most top streamed netflix movies in the last month really yeah and so people were watching that and they were like if you like that watch the first five minutes of love because on the in this movie there's this one like sex scene because it's a it's a polish movie i want to say it's european yeah so like the sex scenes are very different they don't mm-hmm. like do the cute little cut angles we do yeah. they're just fucking showing shit yeah it's just that's why everyone porn. was like what the fuck just straight porn yeah but that's a fun little don't let your kids watch netflix yeah basically <laughs> um circling back the kissing booth coming out the hawkeye from euphoria is in it yeah. with did you ever see the act on hulu no gypsy rose blanchard Yes, 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 yes. I did see Gypsy that movie. Rose. Yes, so yes, Gypsy yes. Rose is the girl, the main girl in this movie. Oh, okay. Movie. She's a great actress. Yeah. She's a so great actress. That's a fun one. Can't she wait to watch it. She played the crap it. out of Gypsy Rose. Let's be Dude, I clear. couldn't even finish it because I was like, I can't with Gypsy Rose. It was it's amazing. It's so accurate. Yeah. She played, I was just like, are you I sure this is not the same sugar. girl? <laughs> she has hair in this movie. Oh but my yeah. God. It's crazy. But yeah, she's a great actress. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of good stuff coming to Netflix. So right now. people, we're in quarantine. If you want to watch some soft porn, go ahead and mm-hmm. go to Netflix and watch 365 Days, Euphoria, and the Indian what? Matchmaker. Indian Matchmaker. Yeah, you really do need to watch Euphoria. So good. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get to those. I'm just um, for those of you that don't, obviously, no one knows me outside of you know my circle of friends and all that. Anyway, um, I am not a tv watcher i watch the same things over and over again so like living single is my all-time favorite movie uh, have you heard show. living single by big sean no the song Mm-mm. okay i'll send it to you no i absolutely love that show that's like my favorite show um you know reruns of martin different mm-hmm. world cosby um yes i still watch cosby thank you Canceled. i am a no 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 i am a cosby fan and i am still a bill cosby fan i'm not a fan of what he allegedly did oh no she's one of those 
y'all we're gonna have to cancel the show hey at least i'm not all lives matter <laughs> no you're just all rapists matter no they God. don't but the tv show does no just the ones who helped me grow up as a child exactly the, no just those two tv shows this is where we're facing off only one of us is staying with bill cosby yeah yeah and it's fine. not valid. no i'm not standing with him i stand she's with the standing cosby near show. him no i'm standing across <laughs> she's the street. standing with his paycheck i'm standing across the street in support of the cosby show and a different world felicia rashad i love her she's amazing i absolutely love her and debbie allen and raven simone um not raven simone <laughs> definitely not uh-uh uh, olivia yes but olivia not raven great. simone they are not the same people I also just finished a show called I watch I love TV. If you can't tell, yes, I can. I tell. love it. Yeah, I just watched Upload on Amazon Prime. Upload, which you might like, very interesting. Okay, this it's a futuristic society, mm -hmm. much like our own. There's self-driving cars and shit. This man, when you die, well, right before you die, you can choose to have your consciousness uploaded onto a server, and you live in the server like normal it's kind of like an alternate reality and yeah. like but it's just uh you know you're a you're basically a computer program with your consciousness until the idea is until they can find a way to make a new body for you, for you and, and download you mm. so it's this man this That's like an interesting concept it is it's a really and it's kind of like in a comedy like easy breezy show not yeah. like a super serious sci-fi show mm -hmm. um this guy he's like young and hot prime of his life mm -hmm. coder he dies or he gets in a horrible car accident is mm -hmm. about to die mysteriously and his girlfriend who is like he's dating and wants to get serious with mm -hmm. she wants to get serious but he's not as serious yeah and so he's in the the hospital and they're like oh he's crashing you have to choose now like do you want to upload him or do you want to we can try to save him and she's like uh upload him so basically she has his consciousness uploaded to this thing and so you still have to like you can choose different it's kind of like retirement homes mm -hmm. so you can choose like the kind of experience you want mm -hmm. and how much you want to pay you can get all these different kind of like um upgrades and all of this stuff so it's about him and then he realizes like all of these memories of his were wiped and mm -hmm. he you have this angel that's like your customer service rep that's mm -hmm. helping him and she's trying to help him figure out why he died basically because they think someone murdered him wow it's really interesting. Yeah, that sounds like kind of sort of like the the hundred. There's a, a show. Yes, called the I ha I never finished it, but I do remember that show. Yeah, they they had, they had to upload people people's consciousness, and then they would take over somebody else's body. They would literally kill you, and you would offer up yourself as a sacrifice, which is the craziest thing. But anyway, um, and then they would just put this little chip in the back of your head, and then oh, like the you became a new person. Exactly, exactly. So that was pretty um pretty interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, those are some great shows. I think I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, you should. So I'm, should everybody else. Comment below if you see any of these shows. If I'm not taking a nap, I'll definitely check them yeah, out. Yeah, DM me if you like any of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I won't provide you with my personal. I'll make a public <laughs> a <laughs> Instagram. Separate one, so a separate yeah. Instagram. Definitely. Well, on to some sadder news, unfortunately. Um, in the news uh, this past week, um, we all have heard about the death of Naya Rivera. And I think that was so unfortunate um, that that happened and they were searching for her body for about three to four days. Yeah, they finally recovered it. And they finally recovered her body. Her son, um, if you don't know um, Naya Rivera, she, first of all, I got introduced to her on Family Matters. Mm. And she was Richie's, I think she was like in love with Richie. And she came in like this little pink power wheel. <laughs> and she like drove to his house and drove through the front door and was like, hey, let's go on a date, Richie. It was amazing. But anyway, um, and then of course she, you know, more popular. She's from the show Glee. That's all and, I know her. Um, 
um, I really I watched Glee, but I really watched it when Nene was on there because I thought that was hilarious. Dude, her best song on Glee, she sung Valerie from Amy Winehouse, yeah. so good, and she sung Celine Dion, River Deep, Mountain High. I did see that one. That one God. was a really good one. Yeah, she got some pipes. Yeah, she has a beautiful had a beautiful voice. I guess I didn't realize how close the whole cast was truly outside yeah. of the show, yeah. and every time someone on that freaking cast dies and they all come out, it it's just insane. like it's so sad. It's like you almost think that they're. We talked about this the last time how the, their show is like is it cursed because it's like even again going back to moesha how three of their cast moesha. members died as well mm-hmm. too um but yeah so um reports are that they didn't feel like um i think they're still ha- the investigation is still going on but what from what they were saying and in interviewing her son is that um somehow they got in the water she was able to put her son back in the boat she was unable to get back in the boat as well um and then they just you know there was somebody else who was on the water who saw um the boat floating and saw the her i think her son is four years old Mm -hmm. um saw her four-year-old in the boat and so that's kind of how it went and unfortunately they did recover her body um and so you know rest in heaven naya revere i know well at least she made it back on the boat she saved him like her her dying act was saving her son so that's the way to go out that's so shitty I, i think you know him growing up unfortunately without a mother but knowing that your mother literally died saving your life you know Mm -hmm. like i think that you know um hopefully Mm -hmm. will bring him some sort of some sort of peace some intense therapy yeah because that you know because that's a rough one yeah that's really hard i mean thank thank goodness his dad is in his life and you know he has the support of her of her her parents as well too um you know for the rest of 2020 yeah 2020 is just i'm a shit show a whole shit show i mean we literally started the year with kobe bryant dying oh yeah like, oh god the man and literally nipsey? yeah oh, no Lord. was nipsey last year who knows it all feels i think the it was last year but yeah i mean literally we were like three two one happy new year kobe bryant died what the hell damn i forgot that was right up that was here. at the beginning of uh-huh. this year this and it was the like shortest longest year of it was life. it has been tragedy after tragedy after tragedy Ugh. but anyway so uh last topic that we're gonna talk about today so everybody knows AOC, which is, I can never get her name right. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Co- yeah, I can't never say the right? O word. It's it's the O that, that gets me. Um, so we're just going to AOC. Everybody knows her as AOC. So um, in this week's uh, situation, I'm trying to go back to it so I can make sure I say the right thing. Um, yeah, Monica knows the deeds. I do not. I just get everything from Shade Room. I've been trying to stay off. Shade room is like the the black uh, CNN. I'm kidding. Um, Anyway, so yes, so Representative um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. um, Ocasio. uh, Say it again. Ocasio. Ocasio. You know my Spanish is horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, So apparently, allegedly, um, Congress uh, Congressman Ted Yoho, which I think is very funny, Yoho, um, allegedly called her a fucking bitch. What is the context of the situation? Do you know? She said that she was walking out of some particular area and um, she happened to just hear him call. I didn't, um, I don't know that they went into full detail about that. She just came on the house floor and was just, you know, speaking about it. But um, I'm not sure what the context was, uh, but apparently he wasn't talking to her. <laughs> okay. For, obviously you guys can't see this, but Alyssa literally just tried to move away from the headphones while the headphones were still on her head. And um, she literally just got yoked up by my beats by Dre. <laughs> no pun intended. I never said I was a role model. 
So, um, yeah, allegedly he called her a fucking bitch. And I think that's what a lot of men, unfortunately, think about this young lady. And I think it's so unfortunate because they are so threatened by her. That girl is so angry. She's not a girl. She's a woman. Uh-huh. That woman is so incredibly intelligent. And I love that she is not afraid to show that her balls are bigger than most of these men. I absolutely love that about her. I don't agree with everything she does or says, but I love her consistency and her intention um, to do right by people. I absolutely love that. I do too. Yeah. I don't know much about politics. It gives me a headache and I I feel like I sway too much and I can never make a decision. So are you a liberal? You're a Democrat? You're a Republican? I don't know if we should even answer that question. It's totally fine. I don't know what I am because I don't do the work to dig deep enough into dances on each top it's not topics but mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah which i have i'm trying to make a point this year to do that but i don't think that i will agree with one party on everything so what does no. that make me it just makes a you a human, human being, being. Exactly. thank you exactly. yeah why and why you know what now that we're talking about it why do i only have to vote one party on a ballot i hate that you don't you can be um you can do whatever you want to. You're an adult, as Audrey would say. I'm an adult. I'll do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to her coworker, Audrey. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've been meaning to get better about that. This election, for sure. I don't do the work to look into each candidate and mm-hmm. what they stand for and what they don't stand for. And I think if they deliberately make it confusing so that you will vote for a straight ticket. Yeah. And they, I'm not that bitch, all right? <laughs> I'm not just going to vote because... It's easier. Well, see, my thing is about voting is that, you know, just understanding our history and people are always like, oh, the blacks are always Democrat. No, we were not. We were actually Republican um, in the very beginning. Once we even were, I mean, way back in, exactly allowed to vote. And we definitely were uh, Republicans. And then, you know, the Democrats swayed us to go a different way. Anywho, um, but you can do that research on your own. I'm not going to give you a history lesson because it's not my job. Anyway, as Amanda Steele would say, it's not my job. I'm on my trampoline. So, um... Yeah. So what I think is interesting is that for this particular election, I did pay attention to the Democratic Party, I think more than I've ever done before. Um, So I voted for um, I voted in, you know, a few elections since I was 18 years old. And even with Obama, I didn't even care what Obama stood for. You're a black man. I'm going to vote for you. And I don't care. I don't see anything wrong with that. Sorry, I just don't. Rock the vote. Hello. And he won and I voted for him twice. Amen. So when um, during this election, I definitely paid very close attention to what people were doing. I think even before this election kind of happened, before people were coming out and giving their stands on stuff, um, I paid very close attention to them because I think when um, Trump was first elected, Um, they had to come back with a different strategy. The Democratic Party had to come back with a different strategy. And um, I think it's just very interesting how you all are trying to beat the same person, but then you all are attacking each other. And I get it, it's a competition. Yeah, it's like, let's team up and just say, okay, these are the issues that we have. How are you going to fix it and blah, blah, blah. And then you had all these side circuit shows and um, like Bloomberg and he <laughs> came out to one debate and they tore his ass up. <laughs> that man was like, oh, I'm dropping out of the race. <laughs> He's like, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> right. It was like, get I'm your billionaire behind. Man. man. You he, can't do this to me. Listen, Elizabeth Warren, shout out to Elizabeth Warren. I absolutely love Elizabeth Warren. And she chewed his, she chewed his behind up. Oh my God. That man just had to go home with his leg between his tails. But anyway, um his tail between his legs what did i say his leg between his tails baby he has two tails 
Darren, on that back. <laughs> please, Darren, please cut that. Um, but yeah, what was my point? What were we talking about? That I, I should run thought. for president of these United States. I definitely don't trust you with that nuclear button. Do you know that this never leaves this podcast, but what? Donald Trump and I have the same sun and moon. Astrologically, we are the same person. Yep, I said it. So I should run for president. I'd do a great job, obviously. I think at this point, anybody would do a better job than Trump. Honestly. Isn't that insane? That it's means insane. we were both born on full moons. We're both werewolves. He's just an idiot. <sighs> he's just an idiot. I, the things that <laughs> the things that comes out of his mouth, he's just like, well, the reason why our, our numbers are going up is because you guys keep testing more people. <laughs> so if we don't test people, the numbers can't go up. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is why I need you to discipline your children from a young age. Seriously, beat their asses. Beat your kids. I mean, maybe not corporal punishment, but just like, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Did you get morally. whoopers as a kid? Um, I got, my mom did soap in the mouth and Tabasco and I'd get spanked sometimes. What did she spank you with? Her hand or a, uh, her hand. She'd pop the belt in my face, but she mm. never did anything with it. I never got a spanking in my life. She would mostly just scream at me to stop. I she got whoopings. My mom was 21. She didn't know how to discipline. Yeah. She'd lock herself in the bathroom and cry. But your mom's also Caucasian. Yeah. So there's a lot of locking yourself in the yeah. bathroom and crying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My mom. I turned out okay. Mm, the jury's still out on that. <laughs> <laughs> my mama whooped my behind. My dad did too. And it took a lot for my dad to like get to that point. Like after him hearing my mom tell us to stop over and over and over again. When my dad came out of that room, he came out with a belt and he was hitting anything. <laughs> and we were, ah, ah. <laughs> Did I tell y'all to shut up all that noise? I told you to shut up all that noise. And we oh, just no. sat there in silence for the rest of the night. <laughs> my mom would say if we were out somewhere and I was, I, it was never that I was being bad. I would either, if I, when I was little, I'd throw fits if I didn't get yeah. what I wanted. And then when I was older, I would just talk shit. Mm -hmm. Like she would say, don't do that. I mean, oh yeah, like yeah. little bitch. <laughs> and she would just say, all right, you want to go to the bathroom? Do we need to go to the bathroom? And I knew what would happen in that bathroom. Yeah. My ass was going to get beat or mm -hmm. I'd get up. She would get the liquid soap and then swipe it in my mouth. Really? Yeah. And that's I just disgusting. That. You cannot get that taste out of your mouth. So that's why when people don't wash their dishes right and I can taste the soap, I get a visceral <laughs> like reaction. Like PTSD. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, she, my mom and dad never did that. It was always like my mom would, she could look at us and we would straighten up or, you know, she would give us this little, if you don't sit your behind me, <laughs> I promise you I'm going to knock you out. Yeah. You're going to get your behind beat when you get home. You just wait until you get home. And of course, as a kid, you're like, she's totally going to forget. Let me just go take a nap. I'm just going to be silent so they forget that I yeah, exist right exactly. now. Yeah, and so most of the time my mom did forget, though, which was amazing. My dad never forgot. Never forgot. It's like 3 o'clock. I'm just yeah. waiting. I remember one time he whooped me. Um, I called, <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I called my teacher. I was in, I think, high, uh, elementary school. I my think I mama grade. told me to tell you. What is that, it Kevin was, Hart? It was literally <laughs> one of those episodes, but my mama didn't tell me to say any of that. And I called her. I'm not even gonna say to it. Mind but your motherfucking yeah, business. <laughs> I, I called her a um a bad name, and I was one of those kids where I was like, if you threaten to call my parent and be like, oh, I'm gonna call your mom, I'll give you the damn number. That was me, like an idiot. I went to Catholic school. We didn't do that. This lady literally called my mom at her job, and mind you, my mom used to work for the for the police department, and so she calls my mom, and she's like, Monica, tell your mom what you called me. And I was like, well, you don't know who called her, so you tell her. <laughs> and so she told my mom when I called her. My mom was like, okay, put Monica on the phone. And then I got on the phone, and she was like, 
you know you're going to get your behind beat, right? I want you to sit your behind down, do what this lady says, because I'm not coming off my job. Because if I come off my job, it's going to be me and you. And so I went home, and, and usually I don't think my mom really told my dad about, like, what we did and stuff, because he was kind of oblivious, too, and he, you know, he would just go to work super early in the morning. So during the afternoon, that was his nap time or whatever. And then um, I came home, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be real quiet. I'm not going to eat no dinner. I'm just going to go to bed. How old are you? I was in the fifth grade. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I literally, like, I went to sleep, and I woke up, because my dad was whooping my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? I was like, I'm asleep, dude. You can't, you can't beat me while I'm asleep. <laughs> it's the best time to beat you. And then it was like, I guess he just, like, not forgot about it, but he just, like, um, I guess he just wanted a part two. Because then, like, the next day, I'm like, oh, okay, I got a beating for it. It's, it's cool. It's fine. You beat me for a couple seconds. I cry. Oh, I went back to sleep. The next day, I think I was in... I was t taking a bath, actually, after I came home because I was, like, sweaty and stuff like that. My dad, and I told my sister, my old, my, my second oldest sister, who's a year, um, old, 15 months older than me, and I was like, Jennifer, like, stay in the bathroom with me while I take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come for me. He's going to come for me. <laughs> and literally, I was in the, in the bathtub, and my dad came in there, and he did one of those, like, you know how you pop somebody with a towel? Literally had the belt and just was like, bow. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm literally naked. What the heck? And you hit me. Like, yeah. So I had like a part one and a part two because I called my teacher a, a, a derogatory name. So, yeah. No, my mom used to give me, bless my mom. This is, you know what? <laughs> Your Shout mom's amazing. Shout out to all you 21-year-old moms out there yeah. and all you earth signs, raising air signs because I was wild. Are your mom's a Taurus? No, she is a Capricorn, even worse. Oh, I'm an earth sign, so I'm, you know. She is, so she's very black and white where I'm like, yes. maybe, I don't know, but she's very like, mm -hmm. so we have issues. But um, <laughs> she used to give me Diamond Tap every night because I would just, da, 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 the grape da, 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 one? The grape one. good. It was good until you get it every night so your mom can get some rest. Well, I used to sneak and dig it because I thought it tastes like grape juice. No, dude. <laughs> and she did it for a while until I think one time my Nana was watching me and yeah. she was like, okay, it's time to go to bed. And I said, okay, well, do you have my purple juice from the cabinet? <laughs> and she said, what purple juice? I said, my mom gives me the purple juice at night. She said, well, show me it. <laughs> you know how moms are they're like well, show me what you're talking about and i took her and gave her the diamond tap and she told me what are you doing you cannot do that and my mom probably cried she's like i just want some peace and quiet we just talked all the time god See, melatonin wasn't out no they, there was no melatonin it was just yeah. give your children she just put some freaking uh chloroform on a towel <laughs> tell you to go to sleep told me to go to sleep oh uh, i used to tell her i was gonna write hilarious. a book called lies my mom told me because she Oh, we could all write a book about lies our parents. So our parents, parents are the biggest liars ever. Hell Eat your yeah. vegetables, you'll grow up big and strong. Drink your milk, it'll make she your used calcium. To, we used to drive by Toys R Us. And I would say, Mom, can we go to Toys R Us? And she would say, no, it's closed. And I'd say, I was a smart kid. All right, everyone listening? I would say, Mom, <laughs> there's all those cars in the parking lot. She goes, oh, they're having a meeting. <laughs> they're closed, but it's their company meeting. Or she'd say, no, honey, all those cars broke down and they're waiting for the tow truck. The tow truck, this is where they bring them to See, fix them. Parents are the worst liars. We would drive the by worst. Fiesta, Texas, and I would say, Mom, can we please go to Fiesta, Texas? No, it's closed. Mom, I can see the roller coasters going. It's not. Yeah. She goes, honey, they're testing the rides. <laughs> and you had no choice but to just be like, And Aw. I didn't know until my brother and I are eight years apart, and probably when he was like three or four, we were driving by Fiesta, Texas, and he was like, Mom, I want to go. And she's like, it's closed. And he said, no, it's not. And she goes, oh, they're just testing the rides. <laughs> Parents are and the worst. And I said, oh, 
you bitch we love we love our parents but they are they are liars and i will lie to my kids just the same yes i will Hell absolutely yeah. what i lie to my nephew now <laughs> why not he's so cute i'm like what are you doing oh my god that's amazing that's a beautiful picture a beautiful a beautiful that's picture how, that's how bad she isn't lying she yeah i mean we lie to our patients every day we are the oh. worst manipulators we lie to our patients you know what just like we said last time Oh my God, you're in so much pain. Your back hurts. You know what will help that? Sitting if you get up. out of bed mm -hmm. and sit in the chair. You think getting up at the edge of the bed is going to help that? Yeah. I think so too. As you're compressing your spine when you sit. I'm like, oh, lunch is almost here. So let's just get to the edge of the bed yeah, and you can eat it. it sitting here. Absolutely. Let's stand and walk to the sink. Let's walk in the hallway by the. You know what? You haven't had a bowel movement in three days. You know Let's go take a walk. Let's go take a walk. And by the yeah. time we come back, your lunch is going to be there. My favorite is I'm not going to have time to see you at all for the rest of the day. No. So it's now or never. It's now or never. It's right now. Yeah. Or I can leave, but I can't guarantee that I'll come back. So <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what this is. Uh, <laughs> yesterday at work. Oh my God. So we're seeing, you know, a COVID ECMO patient who's tricked in on the vent. And so the patient just says, well, can we just do this like later? And so this is, well, no, it's either now or never. Well, actually it's not never. It's just now. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been so proud of that all my life. Oh my uh, God. It was insane. She was just like, uh, it's not never. It's definitely now. We're going to get up now. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> oh, and it sucks. Cause I'm like, I know if I was in your position, I know we come at the worst times. Oh, absolutely. Like you're ready all day. And as soon as we come in, you're exhausted. Right. Yep. But also sorry. Mm -hmm. Or you're, you, you just fell up. asleep and we come in. Hi. Hi. Oh, did I wake you up? Sorry. Oh, Flips on all up. the lights, takes off the blanket. Let's We're going to get up now. CrossFit. We don't even, and we just say, watch your eyes. You can't watch your eyes. <laughs> what, what does that even mean? You cannot watch your eyes. I know. So it makes no sense. Speaking of, let me tell you about how I almost dropped this man in the shower. Please do. Yes, let's share a, a therapy story. Y'all, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Neuro is not my wheelhouse. I'm not good. <laughs> the strokes stay away from me. I just haven't found my footing with him yet. We're yeah. still working it out. I got some kinks we're working out. Cool beans. So I have this patient. He's got a heavy stroke. Typical strong left lean. We're talking mm -hmm. about can't even get him up because he's falling right back over. Yeah. Second got potatoes. Anterior pelvic tilt so when you put him in the chair he's sliding out he's leaning to the left and he's sliding <laughs> forward it's a mess so on eval i got him in the shower everything was good i had a nurse with me it took a lot of my energy his yeah. probably as well i'm assuming is this the patient you threw your back out with yes yeah i also threw my back out yeah of no fault of my own but <laughs> so it worked it was pretty well like we got him we did everything we needed to do it took all my energy i sweated through everything mm -hmm. but we did it yeah second time i see him PT just got finished with him. Freaking PT, y'all. I don't know if you know anything about physical therapy, but they will see your patients right before you. They will take all their energy. And that is then very true. you get left with a sack of potatoes. That is very true. Which Accurate. is what happened to me. Facts. So I see the sack of potatoes. He's exhausted. <laughs> but I'm like, sir, this is a rehab. We are scheduled every minute. And yeah. I got to get you in this shower. Yeah. Or it's my ass. Yeah. It's not my ass. So we mm -hmm. get him in the shower. He's already tired. We get through the whole thing. He's impulsive. He had a stroke. I get it. Yeah. He starts to stand up. Mind you, his left side of his body does not work. And, and he has an anterior pelvic tilt. And, he, and he's a pusher. He's got oh pusher syndrome with the right. So as he's starting to stand, he's wet. Because I dried <laughs> everything up and I was about to try to put socks on him. But he's starting to go. Because I, yeah. I get everyone to have a shirt on first and a gate belt. So mm -hmm. I can just put you in the chair and finish getting ready. Yeah. So he starts to go 
I had a tech with me to yeah. help me. They're kind of under his arms. I'm trying to get the gate belt in his waist to just at least get him into the chair because it's right next to me. Yeah. And you know when dead weight just starts going? He you just starts going to the point where like usually you can just sling him over. I yeah. couldn't even sling him over the position he was in. I'm literally like, this man has no pants on. Yeah. I'm like grabbing around his waist, just trying to get him off. over there. They turned off. He's liquid jelly. <laughs> He's like, oh God, it was awful. It's like a slinky just falling out. It took like three huge like <gasps> pulls and then we had to plop him into the chair but of course he's sliding back out oh my god the floor is wet we're all slipping all over the place and we finally scoot him back in he did not hit that floor oh my god i refuse to have a fall under my name so seriously you got to do everything you can do first just to prevent year, it it's like my you know president first 100 days or whatever yeah i refuse don't go to war in your first 100 days don't go to war yeah so he's safe he made it to the chair good we were all a little shooken up yeah but i mean come on it's an, it's insane the level of stress that we are under as therapists to not drop someone. And people think, oh, my God, I fell. It is very easy for someone to fall. So like many that things. Is, it, it does not take anything. For example, yesterday, myself and – no, not yesterday. day before yesterday, on Thursday, myself and one of the OTs were um, co-treating a patient. And, you know, this man was a, a COVID patient, and he did not have a stroke. Not a stroke patient. He's not a stroke. For some reason, this man just becomes like super rigid and just like Parkinson's trunk. It's insane. And so we decide, okay, let's try to stand him. He stands him. You know, he had a, you know, he pooped, whatever. The OT is behind scooping up the poop and I'm just Typical. holding the patient. Yeah, so he cleaning his ass. Well, most of the time it's me. Depends on, you know, the therapist that's with me that takes control. Anyway, um, whole other talk show. Anyway, and so... Um, when he sits down, he sits down too close to the edge of the bed. And so I'm telling him, scoot your hips back onto the bed, like scoot your, your hips back. This man, I guess, heard scoot forward, <laughs> forward and back sounds nothing alike. And he literally scoots forward. And as he does that, his right hip drops off the bed. And it just so happens that my coworker sees it out of the corner of her eye because she has a kid so i'm quite sure she pays attention she's to got her mom kid. eyes exactly she literally drops everything and just catches his leg and he does not fall now i'm like what are you doing sir he's <laughs> like you told me to scoot forward that is not what i said i said scoot back onto the bed sir he was like oh that's what i was doing it just it's oh my god i cannot imagine what people hear us say because they do the darndest things oh my god they're just doing their own thing and they're they doing are. what they want and it's very my biggest fear is having someone falling because that's yeah. all they tell you in school do not drop anybody do not have any fall and fall if you drop someone it's an automatic fail if you yeah. do something unsafe it's an automatic fail and oh like, i absolutely tell all of my students that i tell them on the first day if you drop a single patient it's an automatic fail yeah no questions asked you it, ought to use a gate belt every single time you do not have a license to stand on you will not have a fall on my license and if you do i will fail you and i yeah. mean it and, I and these people are like you're in the hospital because you're not wood. doing well yeah so the last thing you need is to end up on the floor Very and you're not you. going to on my watch but people just they want to get up and go yeah. they want to do what they want and it's hard and also i feel like sometimes it's our wording like the mm -hmm. words to us make sense but yeah. the words to them do not no what they perceive us saying is something totally different i had this one patient when i worked at um another hospital here in town um this man was about 420 pounds and he had a stroke so his left side was gone and i had a student at the time and so at this particular hospital every room has a hoyer lift and has a track in the ceiling which nice. made it beautiful so i'm like 
I can get this 420 pound man to the, to the chair. Just sling him. Let's do it. And so I'm telling my student, oh, you've never seen a horror lip before? Like an electric horror lip? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm an expert at it. Let's do it with this 420 pounder. Just roll here and roll so there. And- I literally had the man roll. We put the sling up underneath him. We get him halfway over from the bed to the chair. Alyssa, all I see is booty cheek. Oh. And the reason why I see booty cheek is because he's falling out of the sling in midair. Oh no. And literally my, my student is like, I don't think this is supposed to be happening. I don't think this is supposed to be happening, but he can't say anything. Cause he's like, I'm the teacher. You know, you're the expert. Like you can, there's no way. Yeah. And I'm like, go call someone now. <laughs> it was like two nurses, a PCA came in the room and they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know what happened. He's not getting to the chair. He's falling out of the sling. And then we try to go back on the track. Alyssa, halfway to us going back to the bed, someone forgot to put the Hoyer lift track back on the base and it went dead. <laughs> so the man is stuck in the no. So we literally, but it has a safety feature. This is a feature. manual crank or something? No, this is an electric one. You have a little remote control. I know, but there's no like. It was nothing. And then the only thing is that it has a safety feature where you can just lower the patient, but you can't move them left or right. We literally had to move the chair out of the room, slide the bed completely over, and just lower him down onto it. You should it. just lift the bed up. Oh my God. No, no. Because the bed wouldn't have reached. He was oh. that high in the air. Wow. Yeah. And I was, because I put the bed as low as possible because I was like, okay, he's a big guy. If he does happen to fall back down or this, I mean, the, the Hoyer sling, I think, or the Hoyer lift, like lifted up to like 600 pounds or whatever. So I was like, he's going to be fine. And then after we finished, I told my student, I was like, that's not how that was supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's, that's never how that's supposed to go. I'm Every like, CI ever. Oh, that's not how that usually goes. Yeah. I mean, his whole booty cheek came out of the thing. Oh, why? I don't know. And I put the sling on there correctly, but I just think um proportion he wasn't very proportioned as a 420 pounder is it the crotch sling in between your legs and i even i even crisscrossed it so the new slings we have aren't the crotch swings because they're like uh or maybe they are but they don't cross like that Mm. there's something new with the slings to where it doesn't look crazy like that anymore Mm -hmm. it just comes between but it's safe it looks a lot safer oh okay you should come and see it once yeah. we get the slings. I, but I cannot believe that happened. Yeah, to you. and I told myself I was like, it's gonna be easy. It's gonna be a breeze. Because he was like, are you are you sure we can do this like together? I'm like, the man, he's fine. He's, he's fine. only 400 pounds. I do this every day, dude. I'm I, sure. I'm your clinical instructor. I'm a professional. And yeah, that man almost fell out of that freaking sling. And I literally was like trying to my little small palm. I mean, I have big hands for a girl, but. I'm trying to hold his booty cheek like somehow I got magical powers that I can lift his booty cheek back She's into the damn sling. staring at it really intently. Yeah, it was. Just, I was just like, I almost lost my license that day. Like, what if this? Like, to ma- imagine if this 420 pounder who had a stroke would have fell from the sling. Mm-mm. They'd have been like, we're taking your license. <laughs> They'd have <laughs> like, been like, it's the one thing you can't do. You don't even need an incident report. You're not only fired, but we're taking your entire license, yep. your whole livelihood, and you're going to jail. Yep. Yeah. So thank God for his mercy and his grace and for his protection because that could have really ended up badly. Yeah. That, that we love our job. Yeah. It's it's amazing that we're not protected in anything that we do. Cause, I need yeah. insurance for my license. We probably should have malpractice insurance, but not like provided by us or paid for by us, but it should the be hospital. paid for by the hospital. Yeah. 
Any you, company that you work for, you should have individual malpractice insurance on each of your therapists. That's how you're so going to know well. who's really killing your patients. You can't see Alyssa's head, but she's like, I'm nodding. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, you need to wrap up. We're going to go ahead and. <laughs> Why do you love that song so much? And that's the end of the episode, ladies and gents. Join us next time when we talk about soft porn, popcorn, and quarantine. Rape fantasy. <laughs> Y'all have a great night. All right. Fleming and Fowler out. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to redo it. <laughs> All right. So that's, so that's the end of our episode today. Join us next week as we uh, go on a discovery journey of hand sanitizer, toilet paper, and bondage. See oh, you next yeah. week, everybody. On Fleming and Fowler. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released.